Blog Talk Radio. Even though the show did not start the way that it would normally start, <laughs> a lot of things going on. What is listed as the intro for tonight's show turns out to be the instrumental. 
I was not sitting in the studio like I normally would be on time, and you can thank the Union County Police Department for that. And I was not responding to the Q-Man Q. I would like to apologize to you. I was driving. I needed to get here as fast as I could. So I was not no problem. to Now, with all that said, Q, please give them our introduction so we can, we can move ahead. <laughs> First, let me say that we were talking about you last week because that was the intro that came on automatically last week when you weren't here. And see, that's that's definitely not the intro that I added. So, yeah. <laughs> well, but anyway, welcome everybody. Neo Soul Show. Prepare yourself for 60 minutes of B.O. Soulgasm with me and my man T-Bus. A little unconventional this week, but we'll get there. What's going on, man? Um, before today, before I absolutely, as all of our listeners and Q knows, I save my rants for when they are really, really good. So <laughs> um, I leave work. I'm headed home. And I see the police officer, and I say to myself, Lord Jesus in heaven, please do not let this officer pull me over tonight, not when I have to get to the station to do the show. What does this police officer do? Pull me over. What does he ask me as soon as he pulls up to the car? Do you know why I have pulled you over? <laughs> no, I don't know why you pulled me over. It does not appear that I have done anything wrong to me. Why have you pulled me over, sir? Well, you kind of took that right turn a little aggressively with the snow on the ground. <laughs> I would like to thank that officer for testing my patience tonight, <laughs> and I would like to end it there. I'm not going to go off on a, a tangent of angry spewing about uh, all of the police officers and everyone who wears the badge. It's not all their problems, but that did cause the issue, so I was not able to get get here and unlock doors and have everything set up as, as I normally would, like you said. It's very unconventional. But I am having a good week. Went out to Atlantic City uh, last Monday and then also went back to Atlantic City this Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Had a very, very good time. Shout out to Atlantic City and Harris for comping to Rome and the drinks and everything. Just had a really, really good time. Wow. And like I and I and I caught the I caught the um the show last week, the Roberta Flag show. Found it pretty good. You had a good time? No, oh, it was cool. That's just a sweet uh, hold up, you know, from what I remember when I, what I heard, she seemed cool. But then when she made that comment, like, you know, when she texted us later like thanking you for you know, helping her get through it, like sometimes we act like she she was never on the air with us. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But everything went well. 
Yeah, no complaints, man. You know what I want to talk to you about. All right, talk to me. What's going on? You know we got to talk about your boy, uh, Jeter. Since when was anyone ever wearing pinstripes, my boy? <laughs> I'm not talking about Derek Jeter. Wait, which your boy. Jeter? Marcus? Think, Marcus Jeter? Yeah. Yeah. DJ Nugget? Mm-hmm. What, what about him, though? You didn't see what happened? No, I didn't see the what Bloom, happened. Man. The Bloomfield police beat him up bad. Why did the it's Bloomfield been all over police? The news. Huh? You kidding me? I, I actually have been hearing about the Bloomfield police beating someone up. They beat up Marcus. It was him. It was him. Let me stop. And, stop putting this government out. They beat up BJ Nugget. <laughs> and well, it's all over the newspapers and everything, but. What happened was one of the dash cams on one of the cars showed them beating him while his hands are cuffed and he's not moving. And one cop wow. keeps saying, stop resisting, stop resisting, as they're beating him and he's not moving. Wow. So the dash oh, I, didn't, I didn't get came, word, but you know what? That would explain why so many people from my high school have been contacted. Because mm-hmm. me and me and Nugget went to high school together, so that wouldn't make sense why all of those people been reaching out. Oh Crazy. man, I'm gonna have to, I got to, I'm gonna have to hit him up and check on him. Yeah, yeah. Well, he'll be rich now because those cops all got indicted because they were trying to make him do five years before that dash cam came out. Wow. I need to read up on that. I need to see the criminal justice graduate in me needs to understand one, why was he pulled over and how did this escalate to the point where he would get beat down? Yeah, it was pretty bad, man. Wow, that's horrible. When did, when did, when did this happen? I'm not sure. But it's been all over the place. And look, you didn't even hit me up when you first saw it. You hit me up now. We supposed to be bringing joy and happiness to people. Wow, I just dude. figured out the other day that it was him. And it's funny because you hit me up like you know I gotta talk to you about something. Like <laughs> really? Like I have no idea what's been going on. Yeah. yeah it's There's been so many other things going on. Like and since I haven't been on the show, I haven't gotten to talk about it. But you know, I've been I've been paying attention to you know to Michael Dunn situation with a wild music trial down in Florida and this anti-gay thing going on in Arizona. Like, I haven't really been, my ears haven't really been to the street. I have no idea what's going on in Essex County. But I'm glad you let me know because I'm definitely going to reach out. You know, shout out to Immaculate Conception and the whole IT family. That's been reaching out to me to probably see what's going on. I will I'm definitely gonna look into that and talk to the family and see how everything is. Like he's a little spry little thing too. It was three of them. He's a beat. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, besides that, how's everything? How's everything with you? I can't complain. I, I realized how old I was last week. I slipped on some ice and fell. And wow. I had a lot of trouble getting up. <laughs> That's funny. I thought you'd get a kick out of that. That's funny, man, because they say it's all mental. So once you start believing that you're old, that's when you start feeling you're old. Mm-hmm. 
How's I'm everything going on with the car? Oh, it's great now. How much did it cost you to get that fixed? $2,600. Ladies and gentlemen, I did not even know that the Q-Man had that type of money. <laughs> this guy is always looking for a deal. Or, the, or as he puts it, the hookup. I had no idea you were even capable of coming up with such funds. I know. Well, you got to, you got to. I hear that, man. So lastly, for anybody that, that missed out or missed the show like I did, and I missed the show for automotive reasons, my tire flat out, let me explain that, because I didn't really get into that. My tire flat out disintegrated on the road. Exploded, boom, boom, was riding on the rim for about two miles. So it was a very mm. scary situation. So I knew there was no way that I was gonna get. Like I couldn't even jack the like, couldn't jack the car. I couldn't get like the tire rubber was hanging over to the lug nut, and the tread was out. Like I had gloves. It was too much to try to fix myself, and that just wasn't gonna work. So this last week's show. Shout out to the homie um, Mike Bowen, Chancellor of Soul. Last week was a Wednesday Rewind, where Q-Man and big shout out to Sister Sweet and Stephen FME spotlighted Roberta Flack. So we learned a little bit about Roberta Flack and played some of her music. And that was last week's show. A lot of people have been reaching out to me. Shout out to Yasmin Amari, who I know is working on a new album. Shout out to from Australia, for our loyal listeners. And working on trying to get her back on the show because um, she's going to be stateside. I know in Boston in probably the next couple of weeks. Shout out to Lisa Taylor, uh, fellow Gemini, and former guest on the Neo Soul Show. She is working on new music. Uh, such. Remember we have Such on the show, Q-Man? Say that again? Such. The artist, Such. We had her on the show. Oh, yeah. Sugar Maple Song? Yes. She yeah. is going to be performing. She was recently performing at the Apollo. I know she has um, Soul Factory coming up. Big shout out to Soul Factory out in New York City. Uh, Margot B has been performing all over New York City. I know she's at Apollo recently. So we're going to be reaching out to a lot of people and getting uh, some of our former guests to come back on and get some more information for you guys about what's going on as far as performances in and around the area. Also, XPL.com is uh, implementing and, and creating some new beautiful things on the website and actually on the Facebook page as well. So whether you're following on Facebook or you're on XPL.com, you're going to notice a new feature called the New Music Alert where they're going to let you know who has new music out, let you know about the artist, Give you some little, little little info. So the website is getting some some new artists on the website as well. So their new music alert for March is George Tandy Jr. And you can catch a little spotlight on George Tandy Jr. at the website at xtl.com. You know, whenever xtl.com comes up with something new, we try to we try to take a hold of it, put our little our little special touch on it. You know. It was XPL.com mm-hmm. that started the in-rotation playlist. And then me and Q just decided we want to steal that, turn it into your playlist, and have you guys come on the show. So we're going to see what we can do with this new music alert. 
everything goes well at the website, maybe we can get the artist to come on the show and talk to you, and talk to you guys as well. So that's what's going on in, in music. We have a very special guest tonight on the show. Big shout out to Sister Sweet. Hey, Sister Sweet up um, about a month ago. We had a conversation on the phone. Told her I needed some help with booking artists. Not that it was becoming difficult, but... And we just wanted something different. You know, it's only better when you can get two heads on, mm-hmm. on a task and on something. So, you know, while I'm looking at certain artists on one end, Sister Sweet is looking on the other end. You know, she, she finds good ones. She finds really, really good ones. And for some reason, whenever I book someone on the show, she was she was um, skeptical about it until, like, at the end of the interview. And he's like, oh, you know, it's going to be a good show. <laughs> So tonight's guest, tonight, tonight we are we are we're blessed to have Faith Hope on the show tonight. So we are going to play some music from Faith, and we are going to talk with her about her first EP, some of her accomplishments and endeavors, and the music that she's working on now. So are we good? Okay. You feeling you feeling comfortable? I'm still feeling a little edgy. About this whole, <laughs> about this whole cop situation. About this whole cop situation and oh, to anybody that missed it, um, the Arizona anti-gay bill was vetoed earlier today. The what? The the anti-gay bill out in Arizona. There was a there was a bill possibly being passed um, to become legislation in Arizona that would allow businesses to uh, choose, I was trying to find the right word to use, um, but basically it would allow businesses to refuse service to people based on their religious beliefs. Oh. Yeah, so it went to the governor and the governor vetoed the bill saying that it would cause more problems than solutions. You know, in the world that we're in today, it's not really the way that we're we're going. We don't live in a world anymore where we're trying to separate. So, just wanted to let anybody know that might have missed that. The bill has been vetoed, so we're not heading in that direction. With all the states that have been banning their, um, they've been doing away with their ban on gay marriages and things like that. I just, it's, it's really looking like that's a that's a fight that's coming toward an end. Like we're not we're not gonna we're not in that world anymore. We're starting to see that change, and I'm very very happy about that. I got a question for you. I'm listening. The gay football player, Michael Sam. Right. I mean, of course he has two first picks, but that's neither here nor there. Did you happen to see? Did you happen to see when he was running at the combine? I did not catch him at the combine, no. You need to see when he was running at the combine. Tread, tread carefully. <laughs> tread carefully. All I'm, saying, he, all I'm saying was, if he hadn't have came out, we would have known it from watching him run at the combine. <laughs> I am going to say kudos to Michael Sam. Um, I have a few family members who have recently um, come out 
and I will not shout them out individually because um, we haven't talked to the entire family yet. But um, Terrence loves you. I know how difficult I know how difficult that is, and they just coming out the family. So to come out on a national stage like that, um, I commend him tremendously, and good luck. And I'm pretty sure whoever drafts him, because he was a great player, is going to be drafted. That works out for him. And um, I'm glad that this bill has been vetoed. I'm a I'm a big supporter of the LGBT community. And um, yeah. You just didn't yeah. want to comment on you talking about him running, huh? No, I'm definitely not going to do that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to do that. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to touch it. But um, I see, I see people typing in the chat room. It is what it is. I will check out the video and then I will hit you up off air to talk about that. But without further ado, we got some things we got to get to. Um, as mentioned, check out xtl.com for the new music alert. Um, follow us on that Twitter. We're getting ready to get on and let everybody know what's going on. As well as uh, tonight's guest. Is also on Twitter at I Dig Faith Hope. Faith is spelled S A Y T H. I Dig Faith Hope, and as always, we are at the Neil Soul Show. We are going to get into some music from tonight's guest. As long as the Q Man doesn't have anything else <laughs> controversial to say. <laughs> no man, not no. Okay. Whew. I'm sorry to feel comfortable again. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, we are blessed tonight to have Faith Hope as tonight's guest on the Neo Soul Show. We are going to start the show by playing some of Faith's music. And actually, we're going to give y'all a bonus tonight. We're going to play three songs while we continue to get settled and get really comfortable. We are going to play Warrior. We are going to play Fall in Love. And then truly, deeply, madly, again, from tonight's guest, Faith Hope. Neil Soul Show. We'll be right back. This is Transatlantic Collaboration. All right, now. Thank you. 
I hear the lyrics, and Q-Man, I am willing to bet we have another poet on our hands. Spoken word, we have a poet. Just just the way that the lyrics were were given and the way that they were written, they flowed. They flowed in a, in a way that, that strikes me that, that this person is familiar with, with stanzas and sonnets. <laughs> You want to do your with me? I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet that we have a, we have a poet on our hands. I, I would agree. Okay, so I'm letting Q Man off the hook this week. Didn't press him for a big introduction. I'm in a good mood. But without further ado, let's bring tonight's guest on the show. See if I'm right about her either being a poet or, or, or at least having an appreciation for the art of poetry. And we're going to talk about her music, her sound. Um, you can you can join in the conversation at blogtalkradio.com slash xcdl. Join us in the chat room. But you can always join us on your cellular devices, number 347-237-5212. As we talk with tonight's guest, she is a wife mother, daughter, sister, counselor, singer, songwriter, and lover of all music, hailing from the deep south of Birmingham, Alabama. Her music and vocal style are a combination of soul and spoken word with playful nuances from jazz, hip-hop, and alternative genres as we have just shown you. Her debut project, Out of Obscurity, Part 1 from the Darkness, was released April 3rd, 2012, which featured songs that we have just played truly, deeply, madly, as well as Love Didn't Mean a Thing and other songs we are going to get into. And as mentioned, we're going to talk to her about any new music that she is working on, um, like Out of Obscurity, Part 2. Into the Light, which is tentatively to be released later this spring. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please help the human and myself welcome Faith Hope to the show. Faith, we got you on the line? Yes, I'm here. Hello? Hey, Faith. Hi. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. Welcome. Welcome to the Neo Soul Show. Thank you for having me, and that was one hell of an intro, like, really. You, you really made me look like I was doing something. <laughs> wait a minute, wait, because I'm not even the intro guy. I appreciate that oh. so much. <laughs> oh, goodness. But, yes, well, I'm glad to be online with you guys. We, we are very excited to have you. You have a very nice sound, and actually, I don't even know where to begin, but I know that uh, T. Mitch is going to ask you a series of questions. But yes. before he does, I just have one question first. And that is... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> My question is, what was it like performing in London? Oh, God. Um. I'm still on a high from that trip. Like it was, it was, it was so dramatic when we were pulling out of the um, the, the airport. You know, like no, touching the glass and everything. Like why? No, it wasn't like that for real. But um, <laughs> it was, it was so surreal. Um, it was so much love. Like that was the thing that stuck out for me in London and in Leeds, England. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. which is four and a half hours north of London. 
And um, people just really have a true appreciation for soul music, jazz music, and hip-hop over there. And it shows. It's like they don't care if you are an amateur, a rookie, you know, or a seasoned vet. Like, if the music is good, if it's dope, they're all on it. And I really appreciate that from them. Wow. So wow. I'm ready to go back. I'm ready to go back. <laughs> and it's not far fetched. It's not out of the way. Just seeking, you know, the right opportunity, the right time. Mhm. Okay. Well, T. Mitch is going to ask you a few questions. Okay. Okay. He sometimes he can go a little overboard, so if he does, just let him know. <laughs> Okay, well, I got my big girl draws on, so I guess we'll be all right. Love it. <laughs> Please forgive my southern draw. As you did say, I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so yes, I'm southern girl to the bone, and I'm not afraid to show it. <laughs> well, all right, all right then. Go for it, T-Mitch. Thank you for the green light, fan is out. You you kind of you started the interview already, so what is normally the what is normally the first question will now be the second question. Um, outside of the intro, of the, of the bio that that we've read and the introduction that I gave for you, tell us a little bit about Faith Hope musically that we don't already know. That you don't already know. Mm. I agonize over my music. I make sure that it is, and, and thank you for picking that up about the words. Like, thank you so much. I agonize over the wording and the phrasing. I just, I feel like I have to wrap the song correctly for people to get what I'm trying to convey. I mean, because anybody can do the baby, baby, I love you, you know, it's true. Like, anybody can do it. You know, it really takes you know, a wordsmith, you know, somebody who's in love, you know, with words and melodies to be able to craft something. So, like I said, you know, I, I agonize, you know, over my songwriting because I want to make sure that it's right, um, in, the, in the right place it needs to be, you know. It's, it's something that the listener, you know, will not only just love and, like, bob their head to, you know, make sure that they can relate to it, you know, because it's, you know, I love to tell stories. Um, and everybody has a story. I'm a counselor my profession. That's what my degree is in. And that is what I talk with, you know, about, talk with, with my clients, talk about with my clients, uh, about what's their life narrative, what's their story, you know, what can they do to rewrite the bad parts or the less pleasing parts and create something that's better for them. So that's the behind the scenes of my music, you know, the telling of different life stories in such a way where it's aesthetically pleasing. Hmm. Nice. See, this is gonna be one of those interviews. This is gonna be one of those interviews. Q, Faith, you gonna hear that a lot because the answer is so genuine. You gonna get a lot of oohs, ahs, and from us. And the love, the love is being felt in the chat room too. The chat room, I'm jumping in messages. They love your spirit and and, and things. So there's a lot of love being shown tonight. Oh wow. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I was, I was really worried and wondering, you know, hey, is, you know, are people really gonna, you know, join the chat room and 
you know, tune in online and listen, but you guys are there, and I thank you for being a part of the journey. Thanks. So my mm-hmm. next question, um, a lot of the artists, and to any of y'all listening, because sometimes I ask this question and they hit me up later, like, what was you trying to say? I'm not trying to be mean other artists but a lot of the artists that we talk to they kind of they have a passion for music but as far as their career is concerned it's something that they kind of just fell into someone else said hey you should go sing here hey you got a nice voice you should do this and they've turned that into a career but you you've actually done the work it's been a craft something that you spent time on in younger years and developed and now it's it's something that you're working on professionally. So how has, you know, the high school training and the, the Philharmonic Society, how has all of that influenced you to become the artist that you are today? Oh, practice, practice, practice. That That is it. Like, people will tell you, for all the people who, you know, knew me from my days at the Alabama School of Fine Arts, uh, I hated to practice. I could not stand it, and I, and my mediocre grades, you know, at times, you know, showed that. And um, in the Philharmonic Society, our director, uh, the great Glenn Eugene Halsey, he, oh God, you're talking about stuff of what Legends is made made of. That dude uh-huh. right there. Oh God. Anyway, that's a whole nother interview. But anyway, um, he called us to the carpet. We had to be on our stuff because, you know, it was no problem with him, you know, cutting heads. And now that I'm into the music as a career, I realize there was a lot of stuff in high school that I skated over. And even college, because I was really scared and insecure of my voice. Actually, you know, believe it or not, I've been scared and insecure about my voice and about my talent ever since I realized that I could sing, you know, when I was in elementary school. And that was the thing. I, I slighted myself. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't like to practice. And the second thing was I slighted myself because I was constantly comparing myself to other people and thinking that I couldn't, I couldn't measure up. And, oh, this girl, she has a big old voice. And I have this, this right here. I'm like, eh, it's just, I, I can't keep up. And so with that mindset, I never, even though I had done the whole vocal training, you know, and then did feel harmonic, I just always had music in my life and was always actively involved in learning and, you know, sharpening my craft, I never gave it a thought about actually pursuing it as a career because I thought I wasn't good enough. And that's the real. Like, that's the real. And... So now that I am seeing that I can do this, I think back to things that I learned at the School of Fine Arts and in the Philharmonic Society, and that stuff still holds true, you know, just tones. That's what Mr. Halsey talked to us about, painting your tones a certain way, you know. It's like, and, and also, they did that at ASA, dynamics, you know. They were, they were really big on, you know, about minding the dynamics that is that are written in music like and it's true because it elicits so much emotion and so going from the classical training you know the on paper stuff to more more soulful you know feeling stuff that hit that was the trick 
And so now I'm finally in a point in my life is that, yes, I've learned all this stuff, but I feel it in my soul now, and I understand why I was taught that I need to do things this way. So that's it for that one. I'm sorry if that was too much. I'm so sorry. <laughs> there's, on the, there's, 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 it's never too much on the Neil okay. Soul Show. Okay. This is so. This is the part of the show where I hand off, I hand back off to the Q man for his patented um, inspirational question. <laughs> and I ask, who were your major musical influences growing up? Growing up, boy, I guess it depends on what part of my childhood and you know youthhood and whatnot. But believe it or not, I was in a bubble as a child. I'll tell you this, what was an inspiration to me. Um, being down in my parents' basement on a Friday or Saturday night, and my dad spinning the record, Patty Austin, James Ingram, Michael Jackson, the Gap Band, you know, like I remember, I remember pop, pop watching with my sister to early in the morning, with, you know, and actually, I don't know if you're familiar with um, this guy, um, Slim Cutter Calhoun, he's out of the Dungeon family in Atlanta. But his dad and my dad and his mother and my mother, they were roommates. And so it was just one night. They just happened to be at our house, and they were breakdancing with us early in the morning. And so memories like that, you know, as far as influences shaped the early part. Now, as I started, like, really finding an ear for just different tastes of music, um, Curtis Mayfield, I got hip to him when I was in middle school. Like, Doggy Style and The Chronic were out then, you know, and I was bumping that. But then when one of my sister's friends turned me on to um, Curtis Mayfield, I was like, oh, my God, who is this? What? Are you serious? Like, this is good. Like, what? Are you serious? And and then I'm like, okay, why is is my 11-year-old behind liking this? So I don't understand that. I don't like, I don't understand it. And actually, I carried the the tape around. I had it on a little dub, a little cassette tape or whatever. And we were, me and my friends were on a road trip. And I asked my friend's parents who were driving, I said, hey, I have some music I want to play. Like, is it okay? And my friend said, okay, well, you know, what do you have? And he seemed skeptical already, I could tell. I said, oh, it's um, the Superfly soundtrack by Curtis Mayfield. Yeah, girl, go give it to me. That's it. That's my music. (laughs) I'm so serious. I'm so serious. I I kid you not, that's exactly how it happened. And then moving on up high school, um, I started getting exposed to acid jazz and neo soul. So there goes Jamiroquai, which I saw them in concert when I was 17 in Atlanta, and it it changed my life. Oh, God, love it. Um, Jamiroquai, of course, Erica Badu, you know, I was was on her BET performance, her live performance when she first launched. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I I was just staring at the screen like a deer caught in headlights like oh wow what is this this woman is great what is this sound I love it I want parts of it like I want more and and just there on out just the neo soul and the acid jazz and just progressive soul and progressive hip hop getting into Jay Dilla and Slum Village and 
you know, most deaf. And then jazz. John Coltrane. That was my introduction to jazz. So I can go on and on and on, but that that right there in a nutshell are my influences. Some of them. Okay. Well, before we move forward, we do have a question from the chat room that ties in. Terry Tobin would like to know who or what artist are you listening to now? Yes. Hi, Terry. I really love um, the Tall Black Guy remix of your song. It's it's dope. Love it. I love. Yes, I love it. I'm not gonna mess up your song. I'm sorry. But uh, (laughs) I am listening to, of course, Terry Tobin. Um, Thundercat. I love him. I love Thundercat. I mean, he's he's so edgy, but then he can just smooth things out and just give you this softer softer side. Also, he's just a beast. Um, of course, Dilla is going to stay in my arsenal. Um, this trumpeter out of Eastern Europe, uh, I think the name is Yuka Escola. Um, he's dope. He's on a, you know, fusion soul jazz type of hip. Nancy Wilson. I'm always going to be listening to Nancy Wilson and Q-Tip. And uh, like I said, it's, it's so many different people that I'm listening to. But that's just a small capture of, you know, what gets my in my rotation. Oh yeah, saw our creative partners. There you go. There you go. Okay. Good, good. I see Terry in the chat room writing us a lot of answers said thanks, sis. So my next question <laughs> is, um, we'll get right to the music about it out of obscurity. That part one from the darkness. We know that you're working on part two. Um, a lot of, um, you know, accolades and acclaim from the U.K. And, and here in the States about the music. I even one of my, one of the good quotes that I saw, that um, Charles is sweet for, for getting it to us, that um, Giles Peterson said, and Q, you're going to like this, Faith's, he, he described Faith's music as a little bit of Marlena Shaw, a little bit of Jill Scott, and a little bit of Ursula Rucker, and a lot of originality, too. So my question, my question is, what was the mindset going into writing Out of Obscurity Part 1, and, and what are you looking for your audience and your listeners to get from the music? I really just wanted to put everything out there, writing just my deepest thoughts and feelings about life. Um... I've kept a lot of things in over time, you know, dress it up, you know, wear a pretty face, you know. And, I mean, and, and so have some of my friends. You know, there are pieces of my friends' stories that are in the song. Most of it's me, but, you know, I pay attention to my surroundings and just different people, even people who I don't even know. I might observe something going on, you know, out in the public or whatever, and it, and it affects me in some type of way. And I wrote it as a piece, as an inside glimpse of who I am, but also as a way to tell people that all of us, we go through something, and it is okay, and we don't have to be ashamed to say that we are going through something, that we're hurting, that we feel lost and confused. 
or on the good side, that we're in love. You know, we have, <laughs> you know, the love of our family, the love of, you know, spouses, boyfriends, girlfriends. Like, it was just a piece to, you know, for the people. It's like, it was life music uh-huh. for people to relate to. And, um,. It was, like I said, it was, you know, some of the stuff I wrote, you know, it was almost like having to, you know, take off the, peeling back the scab and cleaning off the wound and, you know, let it, it letting it get air and so it can heal so we can file, finally move on forward, you know, and that's why I named, you know, the subtitle From the Darkness, I mean, because I, I wrote it from a deep dark place. And now the second part that I'm working on, which... It's going to take a little longer than I thought because a lot of good things have come into play and come up, <laughs> you know, but into um, the light, you know, it's going to show, you know, coming through from the other side, you know. It, before, it was like, okay, I'm in this place. I don't like it. How do, I don't know how to get out of it necessarily. This is me. And into the light is going to be more so like, okay, yeah, life stinks at times, but, you know, I still, I'm still good. I still have joy in my life. You know, there's tons of other things going on that aren't funky in my life, that aren't going right. So, you know, it's pretty much a celebration of making it, yeah, you know, you know, through the darkness into the light, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So, Q, I got one more I hope question. I answered your question. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. Okay. You definitely okay. did. <laughs> one last question here, Q, from me. Um, Q and I are big on live music and performances, so we like to ask our guests to describe for us what a performance from them would look like. So what does a faith hope performance entail? I like to talk a lot of shit on stage. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, <laughs> it's like, it, I mean, it's like sitting up and just, you know, laughing and telling jokes with your friends. Like, like I told you before, I'm a storyteller, you know, not stories as in lies. You know, people be like talking shit and telling lies, but, you know, I tell, you know, you know, stories and narratives of what's going on, you know, either, you know, if it's an original song, I talk about the mindset I was in in writing a song, or, you know, if it's a cover song, you know, I just give a little background about it. I mean, it's more, it's a very interactive type of performance, Um, and, and by happenstance, you know, some comedy. I mean, you know, people, for some reason, you know, have told me that it's, it's like going to a comedy show, too, within a, a performance, and I don't know how the hell that happened, but, I mean, I mean, because I, I'm just sitting around, you know, talking to the audience, like how I talk to my friends, you know. Uh-huh. And I just like to keep it very personal. You know how some people, you know, have it all, you know, arena rock and lights and, and all this other stuff and gimmicks. No, it's raw, it's organic, it's stripped down. I like to talk to the band and include them on the conversation. Like, you know, guys who play for me can tell you that it's not just where they're in the background and that's it. I interact with them. You know, I play off of them. They play off of me. They play off of each other. So 
it's like it's almost like like a new age jazz quintet type of thing, you know, but with you know, with the vocals and with a somewhat comedic edge here and there or whatever. So, um, yeah, because I, I, to- I totally wish I played an instrument, but <laughs> just since I don't, <laughs> I, I, just, I just tend to lean on the musicians a lot. You know, I, a lot of times you'll see me sit back and I'll let them duke it out on stage. I'll let them do their thing. You know, it, it's not all about me sitting up there singing the whole entire time. It's like, okay, you heard me, you heard me, you heard me. Hear the talent that's playing with me, you know. Like, hear the supporters, you know, because they are, be, you know, within their own right. So that's a Faith Hope gig in a nutshell. Nice. Right. So I hope you guys can come out to one. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah. Huh? You know me, I'm all, I'm all, I'm always I'm always there and I I get us on a guest list or a VIP list or something so we right next to the stage. I I just need to know the date. Well, yeah. I'll well, I'll definitely be staying in contact with you guys and you you know. And I and, and by the way, thank you guys for what you are doing, you know, for for soul music, neo soul, indie soul, whatever type of thing. Thank you so much for what you're doing, and especially for little guys like me, you know, who have not quite gotten out there yet you know i'm still in my growing process i'm probably only in the second quarter of you know the grand scheme of things thinking about where i want to be but you know human teenage like really i i really appreciate you for finding me worthy to be on your show oh and i mean that yeah, we appreciate you just coming through on that. Q-Man likes to, you know, tap me on the shoulder and always remind me of the the one time that uh, an artist maybe didn't come through with the nomination. So I love to point out whenever we have chosen an artist and the artist comes through and just blows us away like you have tonight. Oh, yes. thank you. Oh, I did it on a whim. My producer, Dose, um, he produced um, Truly Deeply Madly, and he did the, the 
that current arrangement of, you know, Slum Villages Fall in Love. I love Jay Dilla, and we thought it would be cool, you know, to just, you know, have fun with some of the songs, you know, some of his productions, you know, do our own take. I didn't think Fall in Love would have the type of response that it did, and it was just, you know, a freebie, and people were paying for it anyway, and I said, okay, well, since you guys are feeling the need to donate, I'm going to take the proceeds and send it on to um, the J. Dilla Foundation, which is a 501c3 foundation founded by Maureen Campy, Dilla's mom, and it's fun um, music programs in the inner city for the youth and also to provide scholarships for uh, students who are going to school majoring in progressive, well, I guess having a, a progressive music curriculum. So, yeah, that's what the Dilla Foundation does, and so that's where the proceeds for that track is going to go. The track has been live um, since um, November 29th, so let's see what we can do with it. And um, so, yes, that's coming from, that's going to be coming from my, Upcoming EP, Dear Mr. Yancey, so pretty much my, my love letter to Jay Dilla, and um, Warrior, which is uh, a song that I co-wrote with the cat that played for me when I was in the UK. Um, co-writers were Aaron, Aaron Kine on the keys, Matt Davis on the drums, Sam Vickery on bass. And actually, he did not just uh, electric, he did upright on that thing, too. And I'm crazy for upright bass. But anyway, um, and it was all produced and mixed and brought together by a cat who goes by the name of Jam Sponge. Um, he tells no one his government. He's just Jam Sponge. And, <laughs> and the person that was responsible, yes, Jam Sponge. And the person that was responsible for this transatlantic collaboration is a DJ promoter over in the U.K. who goes by the name, well, he doesn't... Even, it's his name, Luby Jovanovic. Um, he is of Serbian descent. Um, so, yes, a Brit slash Serbian thing going on. And um, he's the one who made a lot of the things, well, most of the things, well, no, all of the things possible as far as my performances in the U.K. He made, he got everything lined up, things booked. And I just met him on a whim on Facebook. I mean, I mean, look at God, and you see what happened. I just happened to be had the opportunity to go over to the UK to. Um, I mean, since my husband was going on business, I said, let's see what I can make happen, and things happen. And so, not only did we get performances, but I have some awesome guys, you know, who I collaborate with now, and we're on the Bama Love Soul. On Deck 2 compilation, which, wait for it, wait for it, is being distributed by none other than CBE in the UK. So, uh, yeah, CBE is the label that pays me. Yeah, I, I will actually be receiving a royalty tax for Warrior, me and the guys who co-wrote it for Warrior. So, And that also is not just on Them Love Soul on Deck 2, but it will be on... Out of obscurity, part two. So there you go. So yes, you wow. can find Out of Obscurity, part one, and Fall in Love. You can find those links 
at faithhope.com and pretty much just to let you know um, the EP Out of Obscurity is available through all the regular you know online retailers Amazon, iTunes um, CD Baby and um, Fall in Love uh, Fall in Love is available through Bandcamp which also is Out of Obscurity Part 1 so there you go okay okay we ran a little overboard, see much. I'm so sorry. I had to tell you where things were and what happened. I, I had to, I had to spread some love, which, by the way, much love to um, TV Soul and um, Creative Silence Photography and Design. Wanted to put that out there. That's okay. It's okay. We, we capture it all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll shut up. we had a interview. No, that's fine. We appreciate you spending the evening with us. And you know what? Since we are six minutes late shutting it down, we're going to let you get to our express show clothes. Express show clothes. Okay. Well, uh, once again, <laughs> thank you, Faith, for spending some time with us tonight. And since we know you're working on the new project, keep in contact with us as soon as you are ready to put it out and talk about it, we want to have you back on the show. Thank you. I appreciate that. I will definitely be staying in touch with you guys. Okay. Shout out to everybody listening in the chat room, all of our listeners, everybody listening on their phones. Thank you for calling in. If you're on your desktop, get with us on this phone and in the chat room so we can, I listen, you can interact with the listeners and things of that nature uh, next week on the Neo Soul Show. It's your in-rotation playlist. Ty Elise will be live on air with us, and we will be listening to what she has in rotation as far as Neo Soul music goes. Uh, this is a quick one. I'm sorry. So for um, Sister Sweet, for Uncle Ray, everybody at the XCL staff, he's the Q-Man. I go by the name T. Mitch. Thank you again. Safe. And we will see you all again next week where we will try and do better. For the Neil Solo Show, have a good night. Good night, everybody.